Hey everybody, it's Tim. Welcome or welcome back to the LOH Church Podcast. At the end of this episode, I ask you to please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and our YouTube channel, where you can access all our message content. Most importantly, I hope the following message inspires you to take your next step in the faith journey. Enjoy. Christos with us. That's been the theme of this year's Christmas series. Today I want to share a message with you called Christos Gift Us. Christos Gift Us. That's a prayer I'm praying. Uh, A passion from your pastor to God. I think it's from God. Going into a new year, 2024, Starting at Christmas, my prayer is Christos, gift us. Christmas as a kid in the life of T. McGee can be summed up in one word. It's the word wonder. You want to know what T. McGee was all about at Christmas time? It was one word, wonder. And in my home, it was Christ-centered through my childhood, um, not necessarily planned passionately to be Christ-centered. Uh, my parents, though, honored Jesus, and I knew it. And uh, a little bit of that went a long way in the house that I grew up in. Uh, the music, the decorations, uh, Santa and Rudolph were not left out in my house. I'm so glad for that. Um, That part always warmed my childhood imagination, but there was something more to Christmas for us and in my life back when I was a kid. I was reading a short story, uh, which I do every year. I love to read Dickens, Charles Dickens, um, and of course, the the Christmas story, but I I have a book with a a lot of his collection of Christmas writings, and I read this year The Christmas Tree, and in that story... Uh, Dickens recalls uh, looking at a Christmas tree and going back into the memory of his childhood and just reminiscing about the glory of Christmas and it was Christ-centered in Dickens' life. And it reminded me of me. I uh, Someone just sent me a dad joke from up in the booth <laughs> while I'm preaching. We, mu- we must go on. We must go on. But I would like to get under or by the tree as a kid, and uh, we had this old manger scene. It wasn't anything great. It wasn't some spectacular thing that cost a lot of money. Uh, My dad, if you knew him, he wasn't really into buying a lot of things that cost a ton of money, but it was magical to me, and I would just lay there and look at it in wonder. And the music in the background, the carols playing behind the scenes, and I just thank my mom and dad. Uh, There was a song we sang this morning uh, about uh, sing choirs of angels, sing in exaltation. Sing all ye citizens of heaven above. There are citizens of heaven above looking in to the things of the earth in the church just as the angels of the Lord are. And I just had to say, knowing what I was going to say. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for how you made my childhood. Um, God was working in my life before I knew it. 
um, been studying the book of Ephesians very intently over the past few years, and I have, I think we're on like the sixth volume now. But I'm going to go back through all the volumes and and compose them and and make a book out of what I've done so far. And I was thinking about volume one, Rags to Riches. And uh, when I get up in the morning, I take the passage from Ephesians 1 and make it personal. And I get up before God and I just like to say, to hear myself say, Lord, you chose me in you before the foundation of the world to be holy and without blame in your sight. But that's not all. Lord, you predestined my life to be adopted as your son through Jesus Christ according to the kind intention of your will to make me accepted in what you call this realm known as in the beloved. In the beloved. Isn't that wow? Isn't that wonder filled I just want to continue to praise the glory of your grace, the glorious grace of you, my Father, Lord Jesus, and wonderful Holy Spirit. I want to continue to focus on the fact that God still loves me and God is still about the fact that he sent his son to be the savior of the world. Not just the church, the world. He wants to save everybody in the world. That's my view. God working. God working. What does that mean? Jesus said it. My father is always working. This is God's world. The world you and I live in doesn't belong to the devil It's God's. This is God's world. And Christmas is a reminder of that. Christmas is about God appearing with presence, not T-S ending, C-E ending. God appearing with presence. God visiting us. Light, life within the world that once pulsated with nothing but Light and life. That's what it was like before death came into the world through Adam's choice. But God didn't leave us alone. God visited us at Christmas time and he's never left. Christos is with us. Christos gift us. Gift us. That word, people have been asking me over the Bible, what do you mean by Christos? Well, of course, that's Jesus' last name. Mary Christos, Joseph Christ. No. Christos is not Jesus' last name. It's something that God placed upon him. Christos. My definition of Christos is the release of God's light, love, and liberty of the kingdom of God in the world through those who are carrying the presence of God on earth just like Jesus did. Jesus carried the presence of God on earth. The kingdom of God was only where Jesus was. When he said the kingdom is at hand was because he was the kingdom of God on earth. So the Christos is... 
God who is always here, releasing and making visible and personal the light, the love, and the liberating power of the kingdom of God in the world through those who are carrying the presence of God now in the earth just like Jesus did. That's what I mean when I'm saying Christos. And so, of course, that's why my passion in prayer is Christos gift us. Talk today about why. My prayer is that you absorb and I absorb the meaning of this, that we live in this. Christos, gift us. Christos is about you and I continuing what God began when Christ was born into this world. The Gospel of Luke is actually Act One. The Gospel of Luke is about Jesus of Nazareth and the Christos that came upon him at the baptism of waters and all that he began to do and to teach because God was with him, right? Acts, the book of Acts, which Luke also wrote. And do you know when Luke wrote Luke and Acts, it was one volume? He wrote it all out. Acts is act two of the ministry of Jesus through people who were clothed in Christos. Acts, the book of Acts is the only book in the Bible that doesn't have a curtain closed on the stage of the book. The curtain remained open and the stage still has people upon it in the world. God moved in history in Jesus Christ. Now we are to allow Jesus to baptize us with the Holy Spirit so we can change the future. Jesus changed history and God wants Jesus on me and on you to change the future. His story, your story. His story, my story. His story, your story, your story baptized with Christos makes your story his story and we can make history in the Christos. Your story, if you're a Christian, began when you were washed, immersed in the blood and some of us followed the Lord in water baptism that didn't save us. It was an outward testimony to the world of what Jesus had already done inside of us. Amen. Baptismal waters can't save, but those washed in the blood, God wants us to follow him in water baptism. But that's not where we stop. We are to follow the spirit to Jesus and allowed John the baptizer's words to be ours. Jesus' baptism is greater than the, than the waters of repentance. Jesus' baptism, John said, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Just as you were immersed in water, he will immerse you in the Spirit. And that happens as we move into that. It doesn't just happen and we're not aware of that. 
What are the things in this world that contain such an essence, this Christos? What are the things in the world? What are the, what's the evidence What's the evidence of Christos that Jesus still lives? What is the evidence in the essence that he still loves? What is the evidence in essence that he still liberates people from the dungeons of death? What is the evidence? What is the essence? The gospel. Paul said the gospel is the power of God. The gospel is Christos. The living church, not any, every church, like here's the church, here's the steeple, open the door and there's no people. Here's the church, here's the steeple, open the door and there's less people. Here's the church, here's the steeple, open the door and there's sleeping people. Here's the church, here's the steeple, open the door, what would, to who? The living church has opened the door to the Holy Spirit and has said, never go away because we are nothing more than a culture club unless the Christos is in the center of the, can some, I'm preaching well. Can you get up, catch up, catch up, catch up. I've experienced my life being changed by coming into the presence of these. I came into the presence of a preacher that preached the gospel. I came into the presence of a church that had the Christos in it. I came into the presence of another thing, the communion of saints. And I'm not talking about just the bread and the cup, and that's not a just. I believe that there should be manifestations of the Christos when we break the bread and when we drink the cup. But I'm talking more about the living testimony of living souls who are full of the Spirit, full of the Word, filled up with Jesus, coming together with people like that. And the Christos is in that. <clears throat> the one who made the world is ever-present everywhere, but we only become aware of this in the presence of the manifestation of the presence of Jesus. He is everywhere. He's in, he, he's in every church sitting in the back row. He's not welcomed at the altar. Altar? Isn't that just for people that are screwed up and they go up and once and say the magic words, shake the preacher's hand? Is that? We only become aware of the presence of the Christos, the manifestation of Jesus alive, loving, and liberating in the Christos. And listen, friend, the need of that is great. The need in the church is great for the living, loving, liberating presence of the ministry of Jesus. The need is great. Some of you came from somewhere else to come here. But I want to tell you, as good as you might think this is, I'm saying for us, the need is great. <clears throat> We've got a thimble full of this that I'm talking about. I want oceans, oceans, oceans. The need for the Christos is great in the schools. The need for the Christos is great in the government. Have you noticed it? 
The need for the Christos is great in the neighborhoods we live in. We, some of us know more about what Sean Hannity said than the name of the person that lives next door. Come on now, I mean, I, I know that hurt, but that's true. The need is great for the Christos in the marketplace. The need is great for the Christos in the hospital waiting rooms, corporate boardrooms. You don't have to have a Jesus pin on in a corporate boardroom, but if you have Jesus clothes on, you can't be ignored. The need is great for the Christos in entertainment. The need is great for the Christos in the arts. The need is great, it's massive. God so loved the world that he gave his son and his son did not one thing in the world until he was baptized in the Christos at 30 years of age. Advent 1 was the coming of God's Son. Jesus is the fullness of God in bodily form from birth. And then he was anointed with the Christos. He was clothed with the Holy Spirit in power at his baptism. Jesus did not empty himself of his divinity, of his godly godhood, fully God from birth, no less God than God the Father, fully God from birth, meaning the Spirit in him, but he did nothing he emptied himself of his divine privileges and operated, son of God he was from the beginning, as son of man he steps into the water and is clothed with Holy Spirit power. He chose in humanity to be empowered with the Spirit. I want to read a passage to you, and I want you to honor him with saying the amen to this as we honor the glory of Jesus. The angel said, he will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. When he left this world in body, he didn't leave his body without him. Some of you will get that. Mary says, how will this be? Listen closely. How will God work within human vessels in the world? It's impossible, right? What's impossible with men, Gabriel says to Mary, is possible with God. Here's how. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Can you imagine people who have never heard the gospel in our town walking into this sanctuary and, and, and the living communion of saints is already stirred and, 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 and the person looks at his friend or wife or whatever and goes, I feel like we're being overshadowed by God right now. 
Is the mothership above us? I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, I love people that have no theological clue, but are wide open and are trying to say it in ways that they only get. I love people like that. You know what I don't love? All the people that are Bible experts, except for one thing, they don't live in the Christos. Brennan Manning said this, Christmas is God in limitless power wrapped in the bonds of my fragile humanity. I say Christos on the believer is the same. Christos on the believer is God in limitless power wrapped in the bonds of my fragile humanity. We are very special people on planet Earth, church. Listen, we are God's people on planet Earth. Here's what the scriptures say about that. Let it wash over you like it did Mary. Listen to what the scriptures say. And God raised us with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Notice the order. Christ Jesus. Do you see that? That's, that's important. The Spirit's trying to, he's trying to blink something. Notice this. He raised us in Christos Jesus. He raised us up in Jesus' clothes. Jesus' clothes. Why? For the same purpose that Jesus was clothed. Look what it says. We are God's handiwork created in Christos Jesus to do good works. What kind of good works? Just wherever a need is or whatever? That's fine. That's fine. But that's not what it says. Listen. Works which God prepared in advance for us corporately and you personally. Before you were born, God wrote a book, Psalm 139, and in that book, he, he ordained every God work in the Christos for me and you. Not for me, not for preachers only. No, the, the need of the world is for the Christos to be received in the body, not just people who are sent to minister the word to the body. We are advanced into these God-planned moments after we are baptized by Jesus into Christos. The way to fulfill these God-ordained works are to come to Jesus after being saved and born of the Spirit and allowing him to immerse. When Jesus came up out of that water, nothing in the water did anything for him. But when the clothing of the Spirit came on him, he got out of that water on a mission, didn't he? He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. He was led by the Spirit into Capernaum. He was led by the Spirit to open the scroll to 61. Isaiah 61, and he lived on Highway 61 his entire life. The Spirit of the Lord's on me, two, 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 two. And he went into this town and he found a, a funeral procession coming out. Boom. It was, he was, but why, God wants us to see ourselves on the earth 
on that same kind of mission. God works grace and power through every single son and daughter planned before they were born when we live in the Christos clothes. I want to show you more. Paul prayed this. He prayed that we would realize that we have his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power, dominion, and every name that's invoked, not only in the present age, but in the one to come. Now look at the next. And God placed all things under his feet. Are your feet part of your body? Are we the body of Jesus? Are we the feet of Jesus? I know theologically we all go, yeah, yada, yada, right? And we check off, I believe that. But when we live in this world, do we believe that if we are the feet of Jesus, he placed all things under our feet? And he is head over everything for the church, except where he's not welcome, which is what? Does it say like his body? No. Does it say is or like? The church is his body, the what of him? Fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Even before you were born, God planned in advance your destiny and the good works we should be about fulfilling. In other words, God still imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven. Let me keep going. Ephesians 4. But to each one of us, grace has been given as who appointed it? Christ. This anointing, this rich Christos anointing, Jesus releases. I'm preaching sweaty. Jesus releases. Jesus releases. Last week I saw people wrapping up in coats. This week I'm going to pass out before point three. (laughs) But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, this is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. Why? So they can listen to sermons? No. Or watch the anointed of the earth do their thing in the Colosseums? No. No. For works of service so that the body of Christ might become stronger than by one, two, five people. The body of Christ might be built up. Brendan Manning says it this way, Christmas, this is gonna make you wanna sprint. Christmas, don't, you can if you want. Christmas means that God has given us nothing less than himself. Don't come with a thimble when God has nothing less to give you than the ocean of himself. Don't be contented with a nice Christmas when Jesus says, it has pleased my Father to give you the entire kingdom of God. Brennan Manning was a Catholic, lest you think God can't move in the lives of 
Kath. It's so important. It's so important for you. It's so important for you. You. It's so important for you to come before the Lord and ask him, where am I in the Christos of my walk with you? Well, where are you in your Christos walk? Where am I? And here's where a lot of people are. Some are here, unaware until enlightened about what I'm talking about right now. I went to church all my life as a kid. In a good church. Preached the gospel. But then I went to another church in the Christos in the gospel. Grabbed my life. But not only did I get washed in the blood, a dynamic clothing of the Holy Spirit was placed on me. It's kind of like the shepherds who were working the night shift and then all of a sudden, boom, different night. And suddenly... I love that word in the Chosen series where Mary says, I was one way and now I'm another way and the only difference is he came in there. Well, you know, the Christos is, is, is another dynamic impartation of God that's beyond the new birth. The Spirit comes in at the new birth. This baptism by Jesus with the Spirit is something else. It, it releases to you and through you the manifestation of spiritual giftedness. Like Paul said, now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be unaware She's using this charismata, these, these grace actions, these grace actions, these grace matters in the happening of God. There are some regarding this that are unaware until they're enlightened, and God is working, permeating in some of us in this church family, watching too, that you were unaware, but now... Now, it's like you're becoming woke. You're becoming aware to this realm of anointing for you uh, that, that God is saying, dive in. Dive in. Other people have not come into the Christos yet because they might think it's undeserved until embraced. When the prodigal came home, what did he say? I, I know I've disqualified myself. Uh, I know my sonship's gone. Just make me, let me mow the grass or let me feed the cows or 
I'll just be willing. And what the father had none of that. Did you notice the father doesn't even respond to that? It's like the father doesn't even listen. The father's got another intention. And see, that's us. A lot of times, I've heard people say, well, you know, I'm just thankful that I'm in and, uh, and listen, I'm not, I'm not this and I'm not that or I'm a just this, I'm just to that. We're just a nothing. Listen, but we are not to be second class. We're not to be in the back of the bus. We are sons, daughters, priests. We are princes and princesses. Why? Because of the majesty of the prince who shed his blood for the forgiveness of our sins but not just for that God wants to clothe you in the Christos because he needs more Jesuses in the world and I've said he's hey listen I'm not Jesus Christ we know (laughs) we know that's not the point he uses us in the fragility of our weak humanity, that's why we need a separate pair of clothing. Don't go there until, Peter, I know you have your walk on water story, ain't gonna work, ain't gonna work. You'll, You'll go in and put Peter's ketchup and salt on it. No, 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 I don't need you to go do your thing. I need you to wait till I put my clothing on you. Then whenever you say, in my clothing, it'll, it'll be, when, when Peter and John heal the crippled guy and the crowd comes, they say, why are you looking at us by, by our righteousness or our power? No, 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 we're wearing Jesus' clothes. Yeah. I don't deserve that. until. But listen, God wants to embrace us God longs to give us these gifts. God, Jesus longs to take your body in his arms in the realm of the Holy Spirit. That's what John said. Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Other people Toward the Christos, it's unknown until experienced. How do I know it's real? How do I know I won't get something weird? How do I know I won't? How do I know? I, listen, you know what? How do I know, Street? How do I know, Street? God doesn't live on that street. God lives on the street that says, I trust you. I trust your character. If I'm seeking the Spirit, You're the shepherd. You won't let some other spirit jump in me. Listen, listen. If Jesus isn't watching out for us, we all better get more than Patriot supply. Good luck with that, by the way. I got my rifle and my Patriot supply. Bring them on. Dude, you won't last 10 seconds. If they want to get you, Listen, I'm afraid, I'll, what if I get another ghost? I'm not trying to make fun of that. The re- I thought that. I was raised up in a church environment that created the idea that if you went after a spiritual giftedness, 
at, at best, you're just being out of bounds emotional. I mean, you can cry when Taylor Swift walks out on the stage, but don't, dear Lord, don't cry when you get moved on by the Holy Spirit. Don't do that. You can do a backflip if the Steelers ever score a touchdown this year uh, and get all, all, all jacked up about it. But dear Lord, don't raise your hand in church. Because you don't want to be emotional. Although God, I mean, Mary shouts, Mary sings out of her spirit. Jesus rejoiced in spirit. The literal Aramaic means he spun around like a top. Unknown until experienced. Here's what I say. Give yourself to the Holy Spirit generally. I mean, just say, you know, in today, Holy Spirit, I, I just, I trust your sovereignty. I'm asking you for, I'm a, Father, I'm asking you for the Spirit. Your son Jesus said, you won't give me a serpent when I ask for bread. I can picture the Lord up there with Jesus all worried. There's like, man, every time this guy asks for the Holy Spirit, the devil jumps in in front of me. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Come on, John. But specifically, in prayer, when I pray, Holy Spirit, I give this prayer time to you. You lead this prayer time in, in, in worship. In worship, the only audience in my mind is you and I, not if I get a little, what's she gonna, what they, who are they? And if they're looking at you, they're already looking at the wrong place. Huh? I give my day to you. There are some people that it'll, it'll always be unknown until experienced. Well, how do you know when it's God? Let me tell you, you'll know when it's God. Another, it's unwrapped until encouraged. Let me just go there. I've told certain people in my world that they can't peek at their presence wrapped, can't look, do not open until Team McGee declares it to be the moment. But some of us are gifted have felt stirrings, and we, we keep thinking, well, can I open this? Can I open this? I, I'm not worthy. I'm not, can I open? If God selects you, he's already decided you're worthy. If God is stirring you in, in something that you've never been stirred in before in the realm of anointing, hey, he's saying you, your turn, stage. Not this stage, but life. Can I open this? God is saying to the church, go ahead and open this. Paul says, but you should be eager to seek the spiritual gifts. And now I will show you the way that's beyond comparison. This is the New English translation, which is really close to the, to the, to the most accurate, in my opinion. He is saying the love chapter, you know how you, you know how you, you know how you, 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 you know the liberty and the dispelling of fear to go after and be released in and through you? The Christos, let God's love lead the way. In 2024, I'm believing for an atmosphere of empowering from leadership. Let this wash over you. 
this is what I know, not only in scripture, but God, I, I've investigated, what I'm about to tell you, I've investigated this from a doubter in a cessationist dispensationalist background my whole life. No disrespect. They taught me the Bible. But when the Lord touched my life and revealed to me about what was in the word that was never preached in our church, I be, here's what I know for a fact, not theory. This is what I know from my own life, not a book. You can pray beyond limits of understanding in another language as the Christos of the Spirit takes you there. I know that. I do that. I don't mean like, <laughs> I'm signing autographs out there later. I do that. That's not what I mean. I don't mean that. I'm just saying, I've experienced that. Another one is you can perceive, listen, when you live in the Christos, doesn't matter if you're Episcopalian, Presbyterian, I have friends that are in reformed churches that pray in the spirit. I have friends I know in reformed theology, haven't given it up. R.C. Sproul bumper sticker on the back of their car who speak in tongues. What up? It's amazing. You can perceive what the Spirit wants to do for someone in a situation, in a church, in a prayer group, celebrate recovery, or at the grocery store. Oh, for Christians to, to have a fresh Christos going on in the grocery store, in the hospital waiting room, in the corporate boardroom, at the radio station, while they're writing their, their, their script for a, for, a, for a new sitcom. Oh, for people to be filled and living in the Christos outside of the church. The shepherds weren't in church. Were they? The church folk missed it. They knew scripturally where the Messiah was be born. They knew the Bible. They just didn't know the author. They were the scribes and the Pharisees of the day. Where will, you, where will the Messiah be? Oh, we know. Page there, Micah 5 to boom. Walked right in front of them for 30 years. You can take your talents and give them to the Holy Spirit and, 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 let, and, and be let your talent, oh, when your talents are baptized in the Christos, watch out. Do the Bible, do the scriptures not agree? Yeah, they do, look. 1 Corinthians 12, 7. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Community build up among the saints. Communion of the saints. That's where one of the areas where you can experience the Christos. God's gifts are handed out everywhere, according to the scriptures, but they all originate in one spirit. God's various ministries are carried out everywhere, but they all originate in God's spirit. God's various expressions of power are in action everywhere, but God himself is behind all of it. Each person is given something to do that shows who God is. 
This is the message version. Everyone gets in on it. Everyone benefits. All kinds of things are handed out by the Spirit to all kinds of people. Wise counsel, clear understanding, simple trust, healing the sick, miraculous acts, proclamation, distinguishing between spirits, tongues of interpretation of tongues. All these gifts have a common origin, the Spirit of God. He decides where and when. The Christian Standard Bible says there are different gifts, the same spirit, different ministries, same Lord. There are different activities, but the same God works all of them in each person. A manifestation of the spirit is given to each person for the common good. Listen, the manifestation of the spirit is the Christos. Phanero is the word. It means lights on. It's like you didn't know it was dark until a bigger, brighter light came. The, The manifestation gifts that are mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12, are not the resident gifts that are mentioned in Romans 12. The resident gifts are given as children of God, the, uh, the gifts of helps and teaching, all these type of the serving, giving, exhorting, encouraging. They're resident gifts that are uniquely given by God to every person. They live with you. They reside in you. The manifestation gifts are different. They are activated in the lives of those who are baptized in the Christos. Because why? Because in the moment, God looks for people who are sensitive to be used by the Lord for the common buildup, and then he grants to those people who are open. You say, well, why don't, why don't these manifestation gifts happen in some churches? Um, do the math. Not open to them. You got to be in the Christos to even be aware of them. There's a difference between giving a testimony in a prayer meeting that says, hey, the Lord helped me get my tooth filled for less money than I needed. That's wonderful. The Lord helped me and Martha find a nice place to park at the mall. Praise God. That's different than having a word that comes out out of nowhere that you look at somebody you don't even know and say, is your son's name Carl? God told me that Carl... Is that's the Christos. That doesn't happen in everybody, does it? But everybody that it happens in is somebody that's open to be used by God that way, regardless of what people think in the moment, including Carl. The Christos anointing causes people who don't believe in God or haven't been encounters in encounters with God to have a moment in time, whether they choose it or not, where they realize, wow, the mothership's above me. The, something's, the, uh, the, 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 the huh? For here's one of the manifestation gifts, not a, a prophecy, not like Jesus is coming next week because I saw there's a new MasterCard out now. I don't mean that kind of prophecy. I mean a living word from the scriptures that doesn't deviate from the scriptures, that is an opposite of the scriptures, but a living word from a person in the Christos that speaks a now word in a moment that is scripturally accurate, but it is for a moment that exposes the life of a person, not to shame them, but to make them aware that God cares about them. Case in point, Paul talks about it in 1 Corinthians 14 when he says, but if all prophecies and an unbeliever or an ungifted man. That means a believer that it's not in the Christos. Has the gift of salvation and that's it. 
has a, has a Porsche and listens to WCBC only when he can do it. Has a James Bond car, but just turns on the radio when he could shoot missiles out of the thing. That's how some Christians do. God wants to give them Niagara Falls and they choose to stand at a water fountain. That's just what, I, like, Paul, or like Jesus said, if you're ignorant, be ignorant. But, but look, I mean, the same Bible that comes like flames of fire out is the same Bible that some people just analyze and speculate about. Same Bible. But if all prophesy and an unbeliever or an ungifted man enters, he is convicted by all, he is called to account by all, the secrets of his heart are disclosed, and he will fall on his face. Are you reading that? Don't you wish that still happened? Don't you wish that didn't pass away? Do you know anybody that might need to know that God's real and say fall on their face and worship, or did that all pass away too? Everybody's got it going on? Come on. Come on. And he will fall on his face and worship God declaring, God is certainly where? Among you. Among you. Among you. Among where? Among so we can get up any church and go, well, I believe in the omniscient, omnipresence of God. He's everywhere. So Lord, we're glad you're here today. And he's saying, I wish you'd let me move. Christos gift us. That's my prayer. Christos gift us so this stuff becomes unveiled. Not just in the sanctuary. Oh, in the sanctuary of the hospital waiting room, in the sanctuary of the board meetings, in the sanctuary of the corporations, in the sanctuary of entertainment, in, in, in the sanctuary of, of the streets and the neighborhoods that we live in, in the, where you are. Do you know anybody that isn't going to go to church anytime soon? So the church needs to go to them. And in the timing of God, Christos. See, God has ordained that someone comes to Jesus through you. God has ordained that some people grow in Christ through you. God has ordained that some people grow in the Christos by you. It's one thing to disciple people. It's another thing to show them the presence of God that you seek and you manifest. And they say, I've been in church my whole life long. You've got something else that I don't have. Would you please? And you can say, I'm so glad you asked me that, friend. And you don't brag. You don't boast. You just say, here's where the Lord has taken me in my life. You give them your story. You give them your experience. You show them where you came from and how that works and how you had to transition through that and go through, I'm not sure, is it God, is it Memorex? Which one, how do I, I was afraid or I wasn't afraid. I stepped out, I got halfway out and I looked around and I saw the winds and the waves. And But God said, come on, good try. You went 30 yards, we're going 50 next time. We're going 75. And they go, really? Tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. Your, your responsibility, your responsibility to God's people is based on your giftedness. 
You know why you're responsible for that? Because God made you able to respond to a need that you see that you can step in and meet. You don't want me working on your car. I can pray for your car, but I don't know how to fix a car. But I bet you there's a couple folk in here, a couple ladies especially, that know how to fix a car. Or your responsibility to God's people, your responsibility to LOH is based on your giftedness. Your giftedness is part of your guidance. I don't know what God wants me to do. Who are you? Well, I'm a, well, that's what God wants you to do. What do you mean? Go be that. Look for it. Put your presence in there and be it. Well, there's no sign-up sheet. Create one. Well, I don't have permission. Yes, you do. Your giftedness is your responsibility. Why? Because you're able to respond. How many of you know if, you, if someone says, hey, we need a singer for the Christmas Eve service, you know your hand's not going up. You want people to come back the next Christmas Eve service. But then again, you might go, I'm your boy. Right? And then we have to evaluate that. I mean, because... You ever see someone try on American Idol? Mama and Grandma said, I'm the greatest singer is John Mayer. And Simon Cowell's like, no, you're not. <laughs> right? Your responsibility is based on your giftedness. Your giftedness is part of your guidance. Listen, others can't meet the need your anointing was fashioned for. Only you can fill up what's lacking in that need. There does not exist a one-size-fits-all Christian or a one-size-fits-all fashion of clothing of Christos. Nobody can do you but you. Your destiny is in your glory of the Christos for his glory. That's your destiny. Nobody can make you do that. Nobody can coach you in that. You've got to do you. We need you to do you. The greatest revolution of Christianity to me before he comes again is when the majority of his church awakens to the Christos and goes after it. Would you stand, please? Some people have asked me this. We're going to just, we're going to pray. Some people have asked me this. Do I have to be baptized in water before Jesus can baptize me with the Spirit? No. Read Acts. Cornelius and those guys, they didn't, they didn't even get through the chorus of just as I am yet. I mean, how can God move before that? He did. There is being washed in the blood and then there's being wet in the Christos. And just as Jesus had the spirit within him when God put the clothing of power on him, you might have the spirit within you, but God wants to clothe you with power on you. Are you ready to ask him? The spirit baptism I'm talking about is a happening. It isn't something you go, I don't know if I got baptized in the spirit or not. It's, it, you'll know just as much as you knew when you were in water 
let's say you were in a creek and it was cold, when you went under that water and came up, you didn't go, did I just get baptized in water? That's how the, baptism, the spirit baptism is the same. You don't take that by faith and go, well, I'm baptized. No, 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 listen. How do you know? Anyone who's experienced Jesus baptizing them in the spirit will agree with me. Oh, I know. I was, I was. There is a dynamic a different expression. There is a knowing when Jesus baptizes a blood-bought son or daughter with the Spirit. Today, will you ask Jesus? He's asking you. Will you let me put my clothes on you? and be sent and walk in the destiny of your purpose for being born again. Follow no one else but the Spirit under the Word, in a community, wise counsel, but with God. If you're open to that, Lord, there is no man on earth that can baptize anybody with the Spirit. There's no preacher. There's no church. There's no church that can save anybody. There's no preacher that can save anybody. And there's definitely no person that can baptize anybody with the Spirit. John the Baptist was the greatest prophet who ever was born of women. And he even said, Jesus is the one who baptizes with the Spirit. Lord, the old song says, Oh, Lord, send the power just now. Oh, Lord, send the power just now. Oh, Lord, send the power just now and baptize everyone. Lord, I pray right now for those who will open wide their born-again spirit their born-again spirit, that they would place their lives in the hands of Jesus and allow you, Jesus, to take them deeply in the dimensions of the anointing of the Spirit and clothe them with power from on high with the accompanying signs. How God anointed you with the Holy Spirit in power and you went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil because God was with you. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Wonderful Holy Spirit, just touch every person. Just clothe every life. You, you, friend, you just let him know what you want from him. If he comes to you like Bartimaeus, he says, what would you like me to do for you? You tell him what you want. You tell him what you need and say, Lord, I open my heart to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit in my life. 
I desperately long for it. I desperately need it. I, the world needs me to come on the scene in Jesus' clothes. My husband does. My wife does. My kids do. Our family does. Our neighborhood does. Our church so desperately does. Our city does. Our country does. God, the schools need baptized kids, students, teachers, Jesus today, we come and pray. If I could, I'd put the whole church in your arms. If I could, I'd put the whole church, every church, every person I know, if I could, I'd put them right in your arms, Lord. I'd put them right in your arms, but I can't. I just put my life. And as a pastor here, I just put our church in your arms, oh Lord, that you you would clothe us with the Christos, halabushe metimbe so bakute she pareku, lenena motara kishe parahe, lenena katuleotosa. Lord, you'd baptize us in the mighty, mighty work of the Holy Spirit. In the mighty work of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Lord, I just pray for every person hungry for God. Lord, I just pray for everybody that wants more of the presence of the Holy Spirit in their life and on their life. From the front to the back, whoever you are, uh, I pray that you would release the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit in our, in our sanctuary, in the midst of your people. God, you'd do signs and wonders. We just take the barriers off of our will and say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh God, I just pray. I pray for everybody that's out in that audience that was like me when I was 18 years old, when you just moved in my life like a flood of heaven. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know that there was things. And Lord, you took me to places in my heart. I never knew I could go with you. You've opened doors for me that could never be opened. You've given things to my life that I would have never known if I would have said no. No, Lord, no, Lord, no, Lord. But because you gave me the grace to say, someone's getting the grace to say yes. Lord, I pray, baptize people. Immerse them in the anointing, in the power of the Holy Spirit from the front to the back, from the front to the back, from the front to the back, from the front to the back. All the questions about miracles, all the questions about healings and all the questions about whether God does this or God that. It's not about answering questions. You can logistically philosophize on all that and miss the whole point. But here's the point. Jesus heals through people that are in the Christos led in a moment ordained by God to show up in moments that God longs to work and that's where heaven touches earth. Just be open to be led by the Spirit, filled with the Spirit, immersed in the Spirit, to be a spirit man, a spirit woman, and God will take you places where questions aren't the issue. You'll be on a quest of watching God show you your destiny and your life. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. 
We wait on you, Lord. We wait on you. We wait with anticipation. We wait with hunger. We wait with hunger. Listen, if you're here, and I know if you're here and you say, I don't know, Tim, I, 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 there's, my head says this, my heart's saying, oh my goodness, I want whatever this is. And I don't know, and you want prayer, you want someone to pray with you, I'll be glad to pray with you up here. Meet me up here. Meet somebody up here. We'll pray for you. We're gonna give it to the guys and gals and let the Lord uh, do what he wants.